0: Amen. El Elyon, God as El Ilyon. We looked at God as Elohim. Amen. We looked at God Eloah. And now we're looking at God El Ilyon. Amen. And so if you go to Genesis chapter 14, uh, verse 17, it says, Then after... After his return from the defeat of Ketelamora and the kings who were with him, the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Shavah. That is the king's valley. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, Salem brought out bread, they had a party, and wine. And now he was a priest, That is, it is, Il of God Most High. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham, the God, Il Ilyon, the God of Most High, possessor of what? Il Ilyon is possessor of what? Heaven and earth. And what? And blessed be Il Ilyon, who has delivered you come on somebody delivered your enemies into your hand and he gave him a tenth of all i want to talk about this morning el Yon, the, the most high god the most high god the most high god abram had been out and He had went out, followed God, and fast-forwarding the story just because of time. And a situation happened uh, in this chapter. Uh, this chapter is about the war of the kings. We had some kings that got together, and what they were doing—they were plotting, they were fighting. And it just so happened that they ended up in Sodom and Gomorrah, and they scooped up or took Lot. Amen. Lot became a POW, a pawn, because of his pride. You hear me? Lot, who left with Abraham, and was supposed Abraham was supposed to stay. Committed to the journey, got the big head. You see, he was being blessed because Abram was being blessed. One day he woke up and said, "Man, listen, my my my, this, the land ain't big enough for us. It just ain't big enough." So guess what? You know they were fighting. You know success will do that to you. You know success will cause you to forget how you got there. Y'all following me? So Lot, in his ungrateful self, said to his uncle, "Man, I don't need you no more." You know how people do, right? I'm just trying to break it down so you understand, right? I don't need you no more. So guess what? Let's separate. And then not only did he leave, but he end up in Sodom and Gomorrah, a place laden with sin, a place of the flesh. Sodom. Was that place, amen, where you would go to party. Lot was more interested in a party than he was praising God. Are you with me? So he becomes a POW. He becomes a pawn for the kings and he becomes, because of his pride. But then word got back to Abram. Word got back to Abram that, man, your son, your nephew has been uh, captured. And I love Abram. Because, you know, I would have been like, leave him right there. <laughs> Y'all ain't trying to hear me. I'd be like, man, leave him there. Let him learn a lesson. But no, Abram got up. The Bible says he assembled his men. Y'all with me? Amen. He assembled his men and he got up. Amen. And he went down and he destroyed them. And rescued Lot. He rescued Lot. What a blessing that is. And after he rescued Lot, he comes to a place. Amen. He comes to a place now and, and here he is. He's heading back. The Bible says in verse 17, Then after his what? Return. After his return from Ketelamora and the kings who were with him, the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Shavah. That is the what? The king's valley. And Melchizedek. Melchizedek. Melchizedek, the Bible says... He is a type of Christ. Check this out. Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out what? Wine and bread. Celebrating, right? Because not only was he a king, but he was a priest. Y'all got to catch where I'm going with this. What we see in this passage is that Abram has encountered Jesus. Jesus was a king and he was a priest. He has no beginning and no end. The Bible says Melchizedek don't even have a genealogy. He has no beginning and he has no end. See, it's after you come out of your battles. <laughs> it's after you come out of your battles that you will encounter Jesus. I wish I had somebody. Now now, now God as God as El Elyon here. The text says that Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought bread and wine and now he was a priest of who? The God most high. That word, this that, word, this Most High God. This Most High God. It's, his name is used, this El Ilyon is used 28 times in the Bible. 28 times, amen. And 19 occurrences in the book of Psalms you see El Ilyon. The God of the Most High. Interesting to me. That. This name, Most High, because if I'm going to worship someone, come on, somebody, they need to be higher than me. And, and and you've heard it said before that He is higher than high. You you've heard that song before. Say He's higher than high. It ain't go, it don't get no higher than that. And when you think about this for a minute, now Abram now is in the presence of. In a, in a, the anthropomorphic or the actual Christolo- Christological presence of Jesus Christ. He's in the presence of God. He's in the presence of Jesus. And here he is, he recognizes something. He recognizes that God is bigger than him. And I want to talk to somebody here today. God is higher than any problem you have in this life. God is higher than anything that you can imagine, but you have to picture God as higher than high. Il Ilyon. Watch this. Watch where I'm going with this. See, oftentimes, the God we imagine can only do a few things. He can pay your bills. He can do things for you. But I want to tell you something. When you encounter Il Ilyon, Hallelujah to his own name. You will find that he is so powerful. That he can do things that, watch this, that you can't even imagine. Watch where I'm going with this. Abram <laughs> is out here. He went to battle. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he went in winning. <laughs> he came out winning. And the Bible says he took all the spoils. He took everything with him. God not only gave him the victory, but. But God rewarded him in the victory. Are you with me? We find here that it says here that he went and he met the king. Verse 18, it says, And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. Now he was a priest of God. See, there's there's something you have to understand. You got to ask yourself a question. Who are you really serving? Who are you really, really serving? And do you have an understanding of who you're serving? Because when you encounter Il, Ilion, the God of Most High, there are four things you'll see. Verse 19 says, what did he do next? He blessed him. So not only did he reward him? But when you encounter Il Yon, blessings will come by that name. You hear what I'm saying? Blessings will come by that name. You say, what type of blessing? I'm talking about spiritual blessings. I'm talking about mental blessings. I'm talking about having a peace of mind. I'm talking about understanding that the blessings that God has given you, why it's just nobody can take those things from you. Because El Elyon is higher than anyone. He's higher than any job. He's higher than anything that you can even imagine in this life. And what I'm saying to you this morning, that you and I have to learn to call on that El Elyon. The Bible says that he blessed him. And he said, Blessed be Abram, what? Blessed be Abram of what? God the Most High. The next thing, the next thing, the next thing you got to know about this name blessings that come by that name. But the second thing is he's extremely sovereign. Over heaven and earth. So, what does that mean, Pastor? See, you got to know Il Il When you know that God is sovereign, do I have anybody? What does that mean, Pastor? What does that mean? He's sovereign over the computer system that had a glitch. And then all of a sudden you got through with some things in your life that you thought you would never do in your life. Oh, I wish I had somebody. He's sovereign over the world. He's sovereign over people. Sovereignty of God means that he is in full control. He's in what? Full control. He hung the moon and the stars. He scoops out every valley. Come on somebody. He, 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 he does so many things. Watch That we can't even imagine. Or even put our minds around it. But I want to say this to somebody today. I want to ask you a question. Is he sovereign over your life? Does he have rule over you? Does he have reign over you? Because that has to do with a will. In other words, are you surrendered fully to him? Yeah. Are you allowing him to control your thoughts? Are you allowing him to control your mind? Are you gonna allow him to control your schedule? Are you allowing him to control your marriage and your children and w- at your job? Are you allowing God to be sovereign? You got to call on El El Yon. Abram recognized something. And I'll show you that in a minute. The Bible says. He says "Blessed are you Abram. Of the God most high. See there's blessing by that name. There's sovereignty by that name. Watch this. Of heaven and earth. Look what he says. He says possessor. Look at the word. Look at the word. He says what? Possessor. Purchaser. <laughs> Amen. He. Has full control. Every aspect of this universe. Belongs to him. Every molecule in your body. Every cell in your body. Come on somebody. Every system in your body. He's in control. When he healed the man at the pool of Bethesda. Here's what he said to him. He said now listen. Go back and sin no more so you don't get worse than what you was. Sovereign. He can open blind eyes. He's a mind regulator. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about sovereign. Amen. He's a way maker. That's why he can do miracles. Why, Why can't he do miracles? Because, watch this, he's not bound to time. See, if he was bound to time, he couldn't do a miracle. But he's be- bound to time or space because he's pure actuality with no potentiality. Watch this. And therefore, he's sovereign. He's Alpha and Omega. Abram has encountered the, the, the personification of Jesus Christ in Melchizedek, And here he is saying to him, "Blessed to you of the most high. Watch well, this. Creator of what? Creator and possessor. Possessor. Let me say, say this to somebody here today. Let me tell you something. God didn't just create this world, wind it up, amen, and walked away. No, he's in control. He's in control of the sun, the moon, the stars, and everything in it, the weather, and everything in it. And what I'm trying to say to you, when you get this picture of God in your mind, you will realize that nothing, Il Ilyan, nothing. It's too hard for him. Do I have anybody today? I'm about to shout up in here. I think I'm already shouting, but because when I start talking about ill, ill young, when I see Jesus, watch this. The Bible says when Jesus was on the road to Emmaus, he was talking about himself. And the Bible says he started with Moses. He spoke of himself all through the prophets and starting with Moses. So when you look at the Old Testament, you see Jesus. When you come to the New Testament, you see Jesus personified in his incarnate state. And he came down 42 generations to save a wretch like me. And I thank him this morning that he showed up as El Ilion, Because I promise you, I would have left Lot right where he was. (laughs) I, I, I'm telling the truth. I done helped you. I done fed you. I done clothed you. Then you done got blessed. Be, you got blessed by association, and now you want to get the big head. I would have left you right there, but God, being sovereign, come on and help me, somebody, will you? Watch this down. Watch this down. Watch this down. He says, blessed to you, verse 20, and blessed be, there you go, blessed be what? God, most high, who has delivered you from your enemies. So Elyon, not only is he sovereign, but he's a deliverer. El Yon when you see him as El Ilyon. Remember, most high means higher than high. It don't get no higher than that. It don't get no higher than that. So he's a what? A deliverer. He's a deliverer. He says he delivered you from what? From, delivered your enemies, watch it, into your hands. He put your enemies in your hands. (laughs) Interesting to me. He went out with 213 men or 313 men out there. And guess what? He beat everybody. He beat a whole nation. See, when God's on your side, he will put your enemies in your hand. When God, is, when El Ilyon is with you, you can beat anything that you face. When El Ilyon is with you, listen, no weapons formed against you shall prosper. He will deliver you and then deliver your enemy to you. So that you can be merciful to them. <laughs> now watch this. Not only is he a deliverer, but he is majesty. That's what that El means also. The majesty of God. The majesty of God. Oh, how majestic is your name, oh Lord. When I think about the moon and the stars and all that you have created. That's the psalmist. He says, oh, how great you are. See, when David wrote the psalms, he had a picture of God. May I ask you a question? What's your picture of God? Is it just on Sunday? Because when you start calling on these names that I have been introducing you to, he will manifest himself just like that. Ill. will yawn. Show up Lord. Show up Lord. Show, show up Lord. Show up in my heart right now Lord. Change my situation Lord. Be my deliverer right now Lord. Break those things that I cannot release myself. Because I need a God. Listen. You are flesh and blood. And there's nothing too hard for God. Yeah. Not Il, Il Yon. Yeah. The text says, "He delivered your enemies into your hand." And look what he says. Look at his response. He gave him a tenth. Here's how you know you've been touched by El Elyon. You're going to give. Giving is not going to be something that you struggle with. Because then you realize what he has given in response to what you can give, the the, the least you can do. I, I, I'm just saying, the, the least that you can do I'm talking to somebody here. I'm saying the least that you can do. Is a tenth. Of all you got. Because watch this. After all it was given to you. By him. Who gave your enemies. Into your hands. So in other words. It really wasn't yours anyways. And what you have is not yours because you are a steward of everything you have. But when you look at how good God has been to you, the least that you can do. We, we, we don't talk percentage here, but the least that you can do is give a tenth. Of what you have been given. By the strength that he gave you. By the good health that he gave you. By the sound mind that he gave you. Come on somebody. Everybody else is getting laid off. Everybody else is getting fired. Everybody else is falling apart. Everybody else stuff is, is broken. But at least. Because you appreciate. What. He has done the least. But when you come into his presence. And you have no clue who he is. Then you just take lot. Come here lot. Come here lot. You take. Take. Take, and you take, and you ask, and he keeps giving, and he keeps giving. You don't want to think about God. You don't want to think about God. Listen, you may feel guilty. He don't feel guilty. He's going to keep blessing you. That's, I tell you, stop talking about curses. You're going to have some misfortune, though. You will. Because here's the thing about it. If Il, il yon is that high, you show your reverence for him. L- listen, Abram's like, Man, I'm in the presence of God. What can I do? He says he didn't ask for a tenth. His natural response was to just give a tenth. It wasn't his anyway. The Bible said he had gotten gold. He had gotten slaves. He had gotten donkeys. He had gotten a bunch of stuff. And he realized that, man, listen, for what you just did for me. The, come on, somebody. Just say the least. The least I can do for El Ilyon is to give a tenth. Of what he has given me. Some people look at it like this. And I'm close. I know my times. I watch this. Some people look at it like this. I'm so far behind on giving. I can't give. Why are you far behind? And you got a good job. You got two incomes. Come on. Now I'm just asking. Right. Right. Watch this. Watch this. Now watch this. Watch where I'm going with this. And, and and they somehow convinced themselves that there ain't no getting out of this. And that's where your problem is. Problem is you don't know Il Il Yon. See if you start somewhere and, and turn it around, God will continue to supply. See what I'm saying? He'll do anybody any anybody can testify to that? anybody I got some single parents here single mothers here right watch this and and they when the, the thought of tithing was like man, shoot I don't know about that pastor you know what I mean that's it's kind of like some rough stuff right there <laughs> yeah I hear you I hear you I hear you pastor but see what I wanted you to understand is not you're not given to me you're given to God and see when you put it in God's hand Man, listen, that is such an amazing thing to me. Seriously, like when I think about when I give to God, what happens? And I ain't talking about no return of money. I'm talking about the stuff that happens. It's not my tithing that's doing it. It's my reverence for God that's doing it. So him giving that tenth was about his gratitude. I, I saw y'all saw the commercial with the dad and the daughter, the daughter was leaving. Did y'all see that commercial yet? And it says gratitude is in you. I'm like, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? She's like, Dad, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm getting ready to go out and live my life. You know, but 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 it's gratitude, saints. You know, you have to beat whatever that is that's stopping you. Get that lot spirit out of you. Pray it out and look to Il, Ilion.